welcome to the Sports Kids Podcast, where we talk basketball. We're your hosts, Tristan Wilson and Creighton Palmer. Let's get to the show. Hey guys, welcome back to the Sports Kids Podcast. We have our first sponsor today, and so Creighton's going to tell you a little bit about him. So our podcasts are being sponsored by Evergreen Heating and Cooling. If you feel like you're hot or you feel like you're cold, you should call Evergreen. They can help you create that perfect indoor air feeling. Check them out online at evergreencomfort.com. Yeah, Evergreen, it's a great place. You know the owner, Brian Peters, he's a great guy. His son goes to our school. He's one of our best friends, plays all sports with us. So go check him out. All right, Creighton, today we're going to talk about who we think should be on the All Big 12 first and second team. So who do you think the four and five are going to be on the second team? On the second team? Yes. So the four and five, these mine aren't really in order, but I kind of did them from guard to big man. So I had Freddie Gillespie and Christian Doolittle, both big men, both great this year. Freddie on Baylor, he is such a great defensive presence, and um, he totally affects the game for his team and uh, helps a lot. And then Christian Doolittle, he carries a lot of the weight for Oklahoma with Brady Manick, and he has to score a lot and play defense for them, so he is a really helpful player. Yeah, I also have those two at the four and five on the second team. I honestly, I, th- I think that Christian Doolittle has underperformed a little bit this year. I mean, it just doesn't – I feel like Reeves and Manic have actually been, like, carrying the scoring load more than him. But I feel like Gillespie has totally uh, shown everyone what he's capable of and blown everyone away. And he did that for the right team. So, uh, yeah, those are my four and five on the second team, too. I'll start for the one, two, and three on the second team. For the three, I have Desmond Bain. I mean, he's a great player. He can play guard. He can play big. He can shoot it. He can handle it. He's one of the strongest guys, I would say, in the Big 12 behind Mark Vidal and Azabuki and, obviously, Oscar Sheboy. I think he's just a great all-around player, and so I have him at the three. Who do you have at the three? Uh, I also have Desmond Bain at the three. Like you said, he's one of the strongest, and he has been scoring a lot for TCU lately and since the beginning of the season, really. And he is their leading scorer right now. Yeah, I mean, he's really, I feel like, overperformed this year. TCU's 4-2 and two in the Big 12, which I think is just a total surprise. Also, Texas Tech is only 3-3, three and three, which is also a total surprise. And TCU beat Texas Tech. So, I mean, I think TCU could have a good year this year, honestly. No one expected it, but I think they could have a good year. Yeah, uh, at the 2, I have Jemias Ramsey. Uh, he is probably, I don't know. Maybe probably the best scorer on Texas Tech. He's a he's a great three point shooter, and I also like to mention his strength. He's very strong with the ball, and yeah, he has to carry a lot of the load for Texas Tech offensively. He's a great player. Who do you have at the two? At the two, I have uh, Davion Mitchell. Um, he 
is one of the strongest guards for Baylor. He's maybe the best defender in the Big 12. Maybe even he's definitely top five defenders in all of the NCAA. And he can carry away scoring and defensively. And um, he has definitely helped Baylor this year. Yeah, he was not on my list, but I could have put him on there. You're going to be surprised with my point guard on here. I don't think anyone would have expected this, but I have Austin Reeves from Oklahoma. I mean, his scoring, I mean, when Baylor played them, I mean, he just went off at the end, and he even had a three to win it, but he missed. So, I mean, I think that's a pretty big surprise that I put him at point guard. But, I mean, he's a great shooter, and I think if he can put a little bit more – if he can get the weight room a little bit, I mean, I think he's he could be a great NBA player even just because of his three-point shooting. I mean, yeah, great score. Who do you have at the one? I have Tyrese Halliburton at the at the one. He is um, Iowa State's main scorer. He pretty much carries their team. He has to lead them in scoring. And like I said in previous podcasts, if he is having a good night, then his team has a good night. And if not, then the team does not play very well. So that says a lot about his like leadership. And, um, yeah, he he's a great player. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't put him on the first team. Just because, like, I mean, he's a top draft pick. But I could see. I could see how you put him on the second team. He's probably underperformed maybe a little bit this year. And I don't know. He hasn't. He had. He didn't start great in the conference. That yeah. I don't know. Uh. So you want to say who you have at the five first on the first team? Sure. I'm expecting um, so person, but you might not. So at the five for the first team, a big man, really showing up this year. Oscar Shibway, West Virginia. He is just so strong, and such a beast. Um. He's athletic, he's huge, and he, he's a beast in the paint. Uh, he gets rebounds, he scores, and great defender. So, who do you have at five? Yeah, uh, my five and four are interchangeable. I have Azubuki and Shiboy at the four and five, which they both play center. But I feel like you had to put them both, both on the first team. I'll talk about Shiboy first. Just like his – Brute strength is insurmountable just because he just physically destroys you on offense and defense. And, I mean, he's he can finish around the basket, too. I mean, he might not be the best finisher, but he'll do it if he needs to. And Azubuki, uh, he's shown up this year. He's done what Kansas needs him to do, pretty much just catch alley-oops. And great shot blocker. He's a very traditional big man. Shot blocker, catches alley-oops, doesn't really have any scoring game, but is mainly just a defensive player. So who do you have at the four? I also have Azubuki. Yeah, he's definitely done what Kansas needs him to do in scoring and just being a big man, catching alley-oops and blocking shots and just getting in the way of people trying to score which has really helped Kansas this year. And um, he definitely should be on the first team. Yeah, 
I, I mean, I feel like you have to put Shibuya and Asuki on the first team. My one, two, and three on the first team are pretty interchangeable, too. But I feel like I had to put Halliburton just because he's 6'9 at the three. I mean, he pretty much is Iowa State's team. Carries the load on offense and carries the load on offense. Great shooter, great passer. Probably the best passer in college basketball. Uh, Maybe needs to improve his defense a little bit if he's going to be a great NBA player. But, I mean, I like him. You can say you're three, too. So my three is uh, Jamarix Ramsey from Tech. He's a freshman, so it's kind of questionable. But he is totally carrying the weight scoring with Moretti. And um, like you say, he's very strong. And he, even though, I mean, he's a true freshman. and Like, you can tell whenever he's scoring and playing against, like, a top-level team like Baylor when he's knocking down threes. And he's definitely going to – he's got a great career ahead of him. Yeah, I agree with that. I think Jemias Ramsey is a great player. I don't know if I'd put him on the first team, but he definitely deserves to be somewhere um, respectable. Yeah, my two and one are the same as yours, obviously. I mean, I think this is pretty obvious who, the, who these are. It's Jared Butler – is my two, and he is so good offensively. His shooting is great, but I feel like his best thing is probably his finishing. I mean, he never really misses shots around the basket. He's so crafty. Uh, he has a great floater, great mid-range. Offensively, he's pretty all-around. Defensively, he can improve a little bit. He's not the most athletic. So, that, I mean, that hurts him a little bit, but, I mean, he's still a good defensive player. I think he has a shot at the NBA. For sure. Uh, I also have Jared Butler at the two. Like you said, he's so good at scoring around the basket and so crafty, and he gets in there against the big guys and somehow manages to put it up and get it in, which is super helpful. He can also shoot the ball really well. His mid-range and his floater are very high percentage shots for him. And his three-pointer, even though it hasn't been falling as much as he would probably like it to lately, is really good still. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then we both have Devon Dotson. I mean, that's a really obvious one. You have to have him on the first team. His speed, I mean, it is insane. He has to be at least in the top three fastest. I, I would argue that he's the fastest college basketball player right now. Yeah, I would like to see him and Davion Mitchell race. That'd be that'd be fun to watch. I mean, I mean, he can. He's pretty all around. I would say, defensively, he's very good. Offensively, he's very good. Athletically, he's very good. He's a and he can shoot the ball. He's pretty strong for his size. He's a little undersized. So that'll hurt him if he tries to go pro. But yeah, I mean. Kansas needs him very bad, as you saw whenever he went out against Baylor and Marcus Garrett came in. By the way, he's an honorable mention. He could easily be on one of these teams. He had to come in, and they just struggled without that Devon Dotson. So, I mean, you need him. For sure. Yeah, I also have Devon Dotson at the one. He's so quick, and that helps him on both sides of the ball with defense. I mean – Kind of like 
Davion Mitchell gets steals and turns that into fast break points. And he's so quick. He gets by his defender, and he just creates for Kansas offense. And he's definitely a huge aspect in the team. Yeah, you definitely want him on your team. Uh, one thing, one other thing I would like to talk about is uh, the Kansas, the Kansas versus Kansas State fight. I mean, that was. I think that's gonna really actually, Kansas is gonna pay pay for that. Uh, for sure. I mean, out, I mean, what is it? Twelve games, thirteen games, or something. And then you also have McCormick out. And, three games, I think. Yeah. And having those guys out, that means you have no backup for Osabuki. And yeah, he needs backup because he's in foul trouble a lot of games, and they don't really have another big like at all. Besides that, that's 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 gonna hurt him for sure. McCormick, he's gonna be back sooner, but I mean, then again, it's only that's two bigs that you can put in the game. And when Asabuki's in foul trouble or he's, he needs a rest, I mean, no backups. That's gonna be really hard for them. And then when McCormick comes back, they're still only going to have two. And McCormick doesn't get that many minutes to start to start with. So, I mean, they definitely need Azabuki. And whenever he needs a break, that's really going to hurt him. Yeah. So, their next few games aren't really too hard. They have Tennessee in the Big 12 SEC Challenge. And they have Oklahoma State. Two very easy ones, and then they have Texas Tech, but Texas Tech is on a big losing streak, so I think they'll still win that. And then they have Texas, TCU, West Virginia, so they have a pretty easy schedule besides West Virginia and Texas Tech. Yeah, yeah so I just wanted to bring that up because I feel like that is something that is a big deal that'll definitely affect them this season. Yeah, anything else you have to say? Didn't talk about uh, the teams from the Big 12 and tournament-wise predictions yeah, sure. for March. Sure. So you want to just, let's just like say what teams we think will make it, and then we'll say the teams we think are going to make it, and then we'll say what seed we think they're going to be. You can go first. Just go ahead and say all the teams you think are going to make it, and you can so talk about all of them. My like definite teams that I think will for sure make the tournament are Baylor, Kansas, West Virginia, and Tech. The top four teams in the Big 12 right now, um, they'll almost for sure make the tournament. And then there are a few teams that are kind of iffy um, in the Big 12. Um, as long as the teams that are running middle of the pack, at least three wins right at this rate, if they can win more games, uh, later into the season, like Texas, Iowa State, um, then and Oklahoma. I mean, they may have a chance of making the tournament and being, I mean, not the best seed, but they could totally make the tournament. Yeah. Yeah. So what are your, like, final teams? You have those four, and what do you, who else do you think is going to make it? Like I said, Baylor, Kansas, West Virginia, and Tech will make it. I'll just break down the seeds real quick. Um, I'm. If Baylor can continue to play the way they're playing, real tough and just out strengthening and out hustling their opponents, and they will almost for sure be a one seed at the end of the year. Kansas has a couple of tough losses 
and they, I mean, I'm sure they will continue to win the season, which, I mean, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say they're gonna be like a three seed, and then you know Texas Tech and West Virginia. Um, I'm sure West Virginia will be a little bit uh, higher of a seed than Tech, so maybe like a five or a six, and then Tech at a seven or eight. What about you? Yeah. Um, for me, I have six. No. Uh, yeah, six teams making it from the Big Twelve. I have TCU, Oklahoma, Texas Tech, West Virginia, Kansas Baylor. TCU, I think they're. I think they're going to be on the bubble pretty much the whole season. But I think in the end, Desmond Bain will carry them to a appearance. I th- I do think they'll get beat in the first round, but I think that they'll make it. Oklahoma. I think that they I think that they're gonna make it very easily. I think they'll get, I don't know, nine or ten wins probably. I, I like Oklahoma. I think they'll probably get nine or ten wins in conference. Texas Tech, I got them. I think they're gonna be about with Oklahoma for the four seed in the Big Twelve. Yeah, um West Virginia, I think they're gonna be the two seed in the Big Twelve. And I think that their physical style of play and their defense is going to get them far in the tournament. I think they're going to go to the Final Four. West Virginia? Yeah. I think Kansas – I could see that happening. Yeah. I think Kansas is going out early in the tournament. Uh, I have them at a – I have Kansas finishing third in the Big 12. And I don't know. I feel like their season might be – they might underperform a little bit this season. And then I have Baylor finishing just how they started with only a couple losses in the Big 12. Maybe like, uh, I don't know, four losses, which would be an awesome year for us. I don't know if that – that might be the best year ever. Um, And then I'll go ahead and stay all their seeds. I think TCU is probably going to be 10 seed, so I predict. I think Texas Tech and Oklahoma will be six and seven seeds, maybe interchangeable. And then I have Baylor at a one seed, West Virginia at a two seed, and Kansas at a three seed. Yeah, I can see those happening. So, do you have any other predictions for teams outside the Big 12? Um, I think Auburn season is going to go south very quickly. I think they're big overrated. And I also think Butler is a little bit overrated. I think their season is going to go south. And... Yeah, I think that's about it for me. Yeah, with Auburn not having really hard games or, like, great wins, they they had – I mean, they were undefeated, but they had no, like, top-notch wins, really. And when they lost, that really hurt. And if, if they can – if they lose a couple more games, that will hurt them. I mean, I'm sure they'll make the tournament, but – yeah. I I agree with that. And Butler, yeah, uh, a little bit overrated as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got any other comments to say? I think that's about it. Uh, I think that's about it. Uh, Thanks for listening. Remember to check out Evergreen, and um, we'll see you all next time. Also, remember to subscribe and comment. Signing off for now. See you all next time.